guys, my name is Esty Elias, co-host of Keeping Up with the Chaldeans. Today we have Anthony Toma, my co-host. We have Tos Dr. Tasia Pfefferkorn with Rebalance Integrative Health here today to share her incredible story of your journey in health and medicine. So yeah, we just love to start off by, you know, welcoming you and just would love to hear how you got into medicine. So I am Dr. Tasia Pfefferkorn. I'm a board certified internal medicine physician and I graduated from medical school in 2011. And then I completed my residency at uh, DMC in downtown Detroit, um, local because I am a Michigander. Mm -hmm. And uh, since that time, I've been practicing pretty much primary care. Um, and I worked, you know, the grind every day, 20, 30 patients in and out. And then in the last year or so, decided to take a leap and open my own practice, which I have opened in Novi on February 1st of this year. Amazing. Yes. So a little different than traditional primary care because we are integrative health, but still internal medicine primary care. That's incredible. Yes. So, so. what first got you um, interested in like the health field? So I just always respected physicians when I saw them as a child in their white coats and I'd go to doctor's appointments and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then a family member of mine, my, my mom, was diagnosed with cancer when I was pretty young and she was in her third, late 30s, early 40s. And I just developed a new kind of respect for the field. And I just, from that time, always knew it's what I wanted to do. I didn't know what kind necessarily, but I knew I wanted to do that. Yeah. from a young age that's amazing yeah so i love that you uh so you're a zoma also i am a zoma cool yes i am mm -hmm. and uh so where are you where's the office located so we are on 12 mile road between beck and novi road so if you pass you know 12 oaks mall we're right down there in the keystone medical building mm -hmm. and so it's a brand new building it's beautiful it's a great location and um, very welcoming lots of specialties in the building just from talking to you like before this interview, I'm just so interested to learn everything you guys offer. I'm super into taking care of my health. <laughs> so what are your, you know, main focuses? Like what do you specialize in? Yes, so loaded question. Yeah. We do so mm. much. So we call ourselves Integrative Health. I have a partner, her name is Elena Vantrub, and we open this integrative health practice because although we are board certified internal medicine physicians, we appreciate a more whole body, whole person approach. So when patients come to see us, it's not like, oh, here's, you know, a Z-Pack, here is some, you know, Norco. It's like, what's causing your symptoms? Let's figure it out. Let's get you better as a whole person mm -hmm. and solve your problem instead of masking them with medication. Yeah. And sometimes in the medical world, doctors are so busy that people are in, you just, they give you something to get you out, to get into the next room. And that's not our approach. Yeah. So we are very unique in the sense that we're not gonna be like pull, pill pusher type physicians. It's more figuring out what's wrong, doing a detailed workup and solving the root problem as opposed to just throwing medications at you. I love that, I yeah. love that. Especially because I've noticed it trending towards the opposite way where you're getting less time with the doctor. Yes. You're getting less time looking at like the holistic, you know, like person as a whole, yes. just in and out. What medication can we give you? What surgery? you know, things like that. And I almost feel like, how do I say it? Yeah, it's definitely just been really like short, less personalized. Yes, so I've always been, and you know, with my old employer, they would kill me for saying this. I've always yeah. been a salaried physician because I never mm -hmm. wanted it to be about the money and about the numbers. Yeah. 
I always wanted to see as many patients as I wanted to see that day without the pressure to see more of her numbers. Yeah. And if that meant making less money, that was fine for me. And so when I got too busy and patients were closer together and I they wanted me to be in and out quicker, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. It's like, that's not how I practice. I know all my patients, their families, their kids. I know when they're getting that's married. Sweet. You know, so like, I couldn't do that anymore. So in the new practice, I'm, you know, it's my style. You're going to get time with me. You're going to get time with my yeah. partner. We're going to know you. We know our patients by name. They Most of them have our cell phone numbers. It's a more personalized family mom and pop type medical practice. It's not that cookie cutter, oh, we can fit you in with this person on, in two weeks. No, yeah. you're going to get in and you're going to see your doctor and you're going to get time with them. Wow. I think it's I found different. my new doctor, yeah, right. Anthony. Is it, a, is it a general practice? Is, it is. So okay. we're internal medicine and we still bill insurance. See, even in this, most of the practices that are integrative or functional actually are cash-based. Mm -hmm. We didn't do that because we wanted to make it available for everybody because this is the way medicine should actually be. Mm -hmm. This is the way all doctors should be. And you shouldn't be charging cash just to give them good care. Yeah. It right. shouldn't be like, Amen. you can have an hour if you pay me with your credit card before the No. So we still bill yeah. insurance and we might not make as much as we could in other ways, but it's not about that, right? Yeah, that's such a good point. I've had to pay cash just for holistic for, visits, you know, and, yeah. yeah, to take care of myself. So right. I love that you offer that. Okay, so you mentioned before this interview as well that you guys specialize in weight loss. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Yes. So combined, my partner, Dr. Vantrub, who couldn't be here today, and I have, you know, more than 25 years experience in the weight loss world. We work at the Barracks Clinic of Michigan, and we do all the perioperative management of bariatric patients. Mm -hmm. So what that means is seeing them before they have bariatric surgery, helping oh. them lose weight, get on track, do their diet documentation, and then postoperatively to help them keep that weight off. So we are very experienced in prescribing weight loss medications and putting people on weight loss regimens via diet, exercise, supplements, prescription meds, a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. And we're very successful in that. So we do a lot of that. And I think working in that world showed me all these patients who were, you know, overweight, losing weight with surgery, coming off of their medications. We were like, why can't we just do this with everybody who's not having bariatric surgery? And then we just kind of moved it into our practice. Like, let's change everything. Let's take this more natural approach and let's get you off as many things as we can. And that's what we do. What are some of the more serious issues that you've cured the, the holistic way? I don't want to say cured anything. <laughs> okay, okay, Somewhat, okay. No, but you Treated. know. A lot of times people come to us who are on, you know, insulin, multiple oral medications for diabetes, multiple antihypertensive medications, really not responding. Their blood pressure is still high despite all of these meds. Their sugars are still high despite mm -hmm. everything they're taking. So I'm not going to say we cure them, mm -hmm. but what we do is we get them to be lifestyle and diet controlled to the point where they can come off their medications. But you can't just go back to eating everything you want and living that previous lifestyle and expect not to need medication again. So it's all about helping them just get healthier. So it's not curing, mm -hmm. it's just getting that. And some people may never come off of things, but at least we can get them off of some things so they're not on 20 pills for the rest of their lives or injections or. So what are some of the more common things that are just treated with, with a pill that you've kind of helped along? So a lot of times diabetes. Okay. A lot of times we, wow. through diet and exercise, we can get people off of their diabetic medications. That is a huge one. That's amazing. Yes, because diabetes is the one of the leading risk factors for heart disease and stroke. And oh, no. so that is a major one. 
blood pressure, we can get it more tamed. Sometimes there's that, you know, hereditary genetic component with these things. You can't get them fully off. Mm. Um, and then cholesterol that's border. There are a lot of things that and we can do. So how are we doing this without uh, giving away the, the farm or the secrets of the farm? How, what are the, what, what can people do? Sauce. What can people do just to kind of help themselves? Honestly, it's just living a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Having a good, healthy, balanced diet mm -hmm. is going to do more for you than anything else you can do. So it's about the. It's all, it's about, all the about the diet, and I'm not saying it has to be organic or this or that. You know, obviously things like that could be better, yep. but it's about making the better food choices, avoiding a lot of the sugars, carbs, processed foods, and if you just live a healthy lifestyle. You can avoid so many of these things. A lot of this is, we say it's taking more of a holistic approach. A lot of it is just applying all of our weight loss and um, obesity medicine education into training these people how to eat better, mm -hmm. how to live a healthier lifestyle and how to go out to eat without having to order the worst thing on the menu. And that's all it is, it's retraining our brains, you know? And I'll be honest with you, in medical school, they teach you very, very, very little about so nutrition. Sad. That doesn't mm -hmm. make sense. It is terrible. They will just say, tell your patient to eat less calories, exercise more, and they'll lose weight, which is not true. Wow. And anybody, I know I've always struggled with my weight. I have four children and oh I struggled before I had children that after each child, it's yeah. a daily thing. And it's not as simple as, cutting your calories and working out more. There is so much more, the hormones in our body, it is way more complex than anybody understands, but they don't teach that in medical school. Wow. So all of our education is research, self-taught, being a part of the Obesity Medicine Association, doing the functional medicine courses to educate ourselves, which most primary care doctors don't do. Yeah. And it's not their fault, this is what we're taught. So unless you have that special interest, mm -hmm. most of them are terrified to prescribe and weight loss medication because they don't know how to do it safely. We were never trained to do that. So you just mean do. safely? Yeah. Oh, some of them are stimulants, not all of them. But there are certain things like, oh, never do that. It's like this. It's you know, it's just you have to be comfortable and know what you're doing, and everything needs to be done safely. All prescription medications, not just weight loss. Yeah. Even diabetic drugs can be dangerous if dosed inappropriately or incorrectly. Any anything could be. So it's about being comfortable. But in medical school. Nutrition is not something they focus on and it's a recognized problem and they are working on changing curriculum. So nice. it's not like this is a made up thing. Yeah. It's a, a real problem. And yeah. so that's why I think so many people come to see us because not a lot of people take that time to do that extra education. They might just say, oh, come see me and be a one trick pony. I'll give everyone the same thing. We just know so much that everybody gets their own program. This is incredible. I really want to highlight the fact that you're a mother of four <laughs> and you're a super successful, <sighs> purpose-driven doctor. I mean, this is amazing. I can tell you have so much passion and like real Thank care you. for people's health. I, I'm Thank like you. so inspired. So how do you balance? I, I have a, multiple questions for you. <laughs> how do you balance having four children and running this practice? It's rebalance, not Rebalance. That's why you named it rebalance. Yes. Yes. No, you know what? It's... um a very good, loving, supportive family. Nice. Including my husband, who's very helpful. Nice. And my parent, everybody, everybody chips in. Like, village. You know, yes, that's right. My yeah, babysitter called in, mom, can you take off work? Sure. Her mm. and my dad stuck with, you know, like I, it takes everybody. That's amazing. But the good thing is I have so much family support that I don't call in sick to work. I don't miss days. There's somebody always wow. there to help me. So I'm always there. Do you have a big family? I have three siblings nice. myself. And so, yeah. And my whole family is in Michigan. Oh my gosh, they don't want probably oh, they don't. How many kids? Wait, how old are your kids? Eight, six, wow. two, 
and nine, 10 months. You're incredible. 11 Jeez. months. Oh my gosh. Yes. So I came back from maternity leave in November yeah. and I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. Like I got to do it myself. That's incredible. I have to say, I thought, I thought you were my age 30, right? Thanks. When you walked in yeah. and the fact that you have four kids and just are running this successful integrative health company is amazing. Okay. Thank so you. I have questions that might pertain to our audience. So sure. what health, I love Anthony's question about just overall health. And I want to get into that also after, but like, what are you seeing in our community with diet? or like trending towards obesity? Like, what are you seeing? You know, we see both extremes. And the thing in our community is that every single event mm -hmm. revolves around It's food. so annoying. It is. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not kidding. Like, I think about this all the time. I'm like, oh, I can't go on a diet at Christmas. It's yeah. the only time I eat cream caramel. Like, it's such a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Like, sounds like the voice in my head. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so every function, there is some kind of food that you don't eat all the time. And so the main thing I try to teach for people in our community is that if you're good, like 90 to 95% yeah. of the time, you can eat bad yeah. on certain occasions. That's not like every day, no. mm -hmm. but like if it's Christmas, your birthday, even on a Friday night, if that's yeah. your cheat meal when you're going out with your friends or you wanna have a drink, fine. Mm -hmm. But you have to eat really well the rest of the time. Yeah. Otherwise it's not gonna work. Yeah. So it's all about living a life where you do get the good stuff. So you're not mm -hmm. totally deprived and binging, but at the same time, not overdoing it. It is really a struggle. So I've had like a trainer and yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. I, every weekend I have an event and he's like, all right, you did amazing Monday yes. through Friday. Yes. And it's literally, especially in the summer, it's such a struggle. But yes. you would love my dad because my dad is like one of the healthiest people that I know. He cooks all his own food organic every single day. I love that. Goes to a restaurant probably a couple times a year. Oh, wow. He literally, he makes ginger shots, turmeric. Like, I love, those are my favorite things. Yeah. Turmeric and ginger are my absolute favorite really? things in the world. And he's been telling me, and he's always like, why are you hiring all these people? Like you could just eat my food. Yes. <laughs> but I'm like, you know. You should. But yeah, the going out to eat in our community. Yes, very bad. No one orders like the way we order when we go out to eat. Like, like one of everything on the menu. I yeah. mean, do you think it's contributing? Like what are you <laughs> seeing with like, the next generation's health. So I see both, I see two extremes. Okay. I do see a portion of our community and I don't see 18 and under, we're internal medicine, so I see 18 and older. Okay. Um, but I do see kids coming to me before college or in the college years where they've gained a ton of weight and they need help just getting healthier. Wow. Then I see the other extreme where there are some people who come see me who have so much pressure on them from our community and society yeah. to look good that they don't eat at all and they're yeah. literally malnourished and wither, oh. you know, withering away. Wow, so I see both extremes and it's really, it's really hard and unfortunate because there is pressure yeah. in our community because Chaldean women are beautiful Stunning. and beyond. I've not seen such a beautiful community. And so it's so hard for these girls to want to fit in. So either yeah. they go one way or the other way where they don't want to eat at all. Which and is, it actually turns into an eating disorder. I think which a is lot harder of a to lot. come back from. Which is harder, the, eating, di from. the eating disorders, the anorexia, yeah. bulimia, because it can be a lifelong struggle to yeah. retrain your ba brain to get comfortable eating again. And it's something that you work on every day, the same way it is for somebody who needs to maintain a weight. Yeah. What like would if, you say to those people out there that are watching that, that are in that situation? You know, better to be healthy, better to take care of yourself than to let yourself wither away and fall into these stereotypes. And I will help you. I always tell people like it was mental health awareness month last month and in internal medicine, we see a lot of anxiety, depression, yeah. insomnia. Mm -hmm. I'm not by no means am I a psychiatrist, but I always tell people if you're having an issue, even if you don't have insurance, I will help you and I will do what I can and get you to the right place. Mm -hmm. 
even if I'm not qualified to take care of you. And I recognize when I'm not qualified and I will find you somebody, but don't hurt you. Don't do anything you don't want to do. Amazing. So anybody can reach me about any medical thing, anytime. Wow. And I will find the right person for you. Break down the internal or I guess explain what the internal medicine it okay. piece is just so everyone understands what we're talking about. Yes. Yeah, so after you graduate medical school, everybody does what they call a residency where you get your specialty. Mm -hmm. And so there's family medicine, family okay. medicine. A lot of people are familiar with They see from birth to death. Yep. Internal medicine is like the doctors you see in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Like if you get admitted, like in COVID and all, like we are the doctors that admit you to the hospital and take care of you in the hospital. Um, and in order to be any specialist, like a cardiologist, a pulmon, like a heart, lung, any other doctor, you do internal medicine first. Yeah. And then oh, you wow. do your specialty. And so you can do primary care and internal medicine. Mm -hmm. Not many people do it because we're more hospitalist based doctors, like hospital based. But I have always done out, outpatient. Yeah. The reason I love what you're doing is because I do think lifestyle, like just general being proactive as opposed to reactive. That's right. You know, that's yes. what I love. Like, what about that's what our approach is like trying right. You have to try to be healthy every day in order to prevent some of these things, right? Yes, yes. And I, unfortunately, the medical world, and I love all my colleagues, and they, yeah. they know this, and it's not a personal, you know, dig against any of them. Mm -hmm. We don't have a lot of time with patients in rooms. Like, I own my own practice now. I can do what I need and want to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you work for a health system or you're working in a primary care setting, you have to see a quota of people. This company has to make a certain amount of money off of you. Yeah. If you're not seeing enough people, they're going to cut your pay. They're going to fight. And we feel it. There's okay. a lot of pressure and patients yeah. feel, feel it. it. And you so know? that's why doctors are reactive. It's not because they want yeah. to be. Most of us go into medicine because we are caring, compassionate. Yeah. But when you're like, oh, my gosh, I've got four kids at home to feed and I got to yeah. see like three more people. I've got five minutes in here. You're Just like, fine, take business. this pill. Fine, take this. Mm -hmm. Take, you know, it's like, yeah. It's not working. Our health, like our healthcare system, is not working the way it is. Yeah. It's just something needs to happen in that regard. I wanted to ask you, like, just your five basic rules for like living a healthy lifestyle. Wait, this is so cool. I get to be in your yes. doctor's office. Like, yes. Is that? <laughs> so, so you have to sign a HIPAA compliance. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so, in addition to just eating healthy, staying active. One of the most important things is mental health and taking yeah. care of your mental health before all. Mm -hmm. um, those are actually, those are my three things. I don't three. even have two more. I'm going to make you go more specific. Sure. What would a healthy diet look like and the other two as well? A healthy diet is going to include a multitude of different kinds of fruits, vegetables, lean proteins. Okay. And like I said, eating like that yeah. most like 90% of the time yeah. and then having your 10% cheat times where you're not going crazy and binging, but where you're like, I go to dinner with my husband on Friday nights, I'm going to have my steak and potatoes or whatever. It is so hard. Your thing is because like we have all these events yeah. all the time. Yes. You just have to make the better choices when you're there, because yeah. although we do have a lot of bad food, we do have a lot of good food, we too. I think we the Mediterranean, like, yes, Chaldean diet is incredible. Yes. There's always a lot of salads and yeah. things of that sort. There's a lot of protein. You just have to be. So. Potato chopped. Potato chopped. Chop, yeah, you know. Dolma is my favorite. Yes. But you can even make Lancho. Dolma healthier. You can. You can make it with less right. rice and you sure. can, or with, you know, other things in there. Yeah, I do feel like the basis of our food is healthy. Yes. It's just the amount. The amount that we eat. Portion control. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. So your three things are like healthy. So you say. Vegetables, fruits, lean protein. What about dairy? 
Dairy, I think a lot of times it's pro-inflammatory in a lot of people and it causes joint pain and other ailments. Um, And then when I do, because I I said we approach people as a whole, right? Mm -hmm. I do a lot of food sensitivity testing Mm -hmm. to see what's pro-inflammatory in your body. So like a lot of people, um, dairy is not a good thing for them. And when we stop it, their knee pain gets better. Their shoulders get better. You know, so for me, it's really person dependent. And a lot of times, because everything starts, you can tell when you're not eating right, your stomach is off, your bowel movements are different. You're just not yourself. So we got to check, see what your, what's pro-inflammatory for you. Kind of cut those things out of your diet. Pro-inflammatory. Get you. Yes. You know what I've thought about doing? This is extreme. I want to find a farm and I know people do this, but I actually want to find a farm and like start getting my groceries from there. (laughs) So, you know, it's like, yes, that is extreme. You know, if you have access yeah. to that, but we got to make it good for everybody, right? True. We got to yeah. make it accessible for everybody. And if you can More only farms. Have, yeah, I mean, yeah. wouldn't that be nice? We should support our farmers. They yeah, do absolutely. a lot. Listen, I'm all about supporting the, our people. The dairy from the farms might be better than maybe going yes. and buying, you know, so, dairy yeah. that's been through multiple processes. I do think dairy is one of those things that you do have to get that's organic. Oh, for sure. And certain proteins, yes. Certain fruits and vegetables, yes. Others with thicker skins, no, not necessarily. Yeah. Dairy is one of those because of the antibiotics and the hormones that they give to the animals and put in all the things. Yeah. So that's one thing that is important to do organic. Not everything has to be organic. Yeah. What's your opinion of like a probiotic? So I like probiotics because I like prebiotics, which Mm -hmm. are things that you can, there's prebiotics, probiotics, there's a lot of different things. I never heard of a prebiotic. Very similar. It's just a way, there's different types of cleanses and things that you can do to kind of reset your gut health. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I did functional medicine courses to become more holistic. I'm not fully Mm -hmm. that way and I'm not fully. So a lot of physicians who are like me, like MDs or DOs might think everything I'm talking about right now is like, not credible or like no, I love agree. Well, You're so my kind of doctor. But like I said, I do a little bit of both. So yeah. I do believe in getting the gut health a little healthier, doing the food yeah. sensitivities and kind of getting the inflammation down in your body. And I do believe in all that, but yeah. probiotics are great. I did have a food sensitivity test. Did you? Did you do I it at Powerhouse? A lot of people did it at Powerhouse. I did it at Restore. Oh, okay. And then yeah. how did that go? Did you like it? Not really, because I was thinking I was going to see something glaring on the, the ex- extremes. Uh, list. Yeah. Then I was going to cut it out and this was going to go away, but it didn't work out that way. <laughs> Which one did you do? I did the pinner test. Okay. Have <laughs> you worked that? with that? No. It's a certain one. So my funny thing, I thought I was going to say wheat or gluten or dairy. I was fine with all those. Unfortunately, mine was rice. Oh, so uh, weird. there's a lot of rice in our diet, you know? And so, I mean, yeah, there weird. could be. I had wild is. rice on mine, not regular rice. Oh, Brown yeah. and white was fine. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it's not a hundred percent. Right, no, of course. Right, so we eliminate things and we see. So, you know, I would say eat the most diverse diet you can for the week before you do your testing. Because that way everything's in your system. Because if you're eating certain things, it's not going to be as accurate. So eat a very diverse diet Mm. and then do your testing. Okay. And it's not going to be 100%. That's why we eliminate things and see, does that help you? If it doesn't, then you can continue to eat it. But if it does, not for you. So it's not an exact science, but why not take this approach if this helps your joint pain as opposed to taking... A Motrin 800 every day. Yeah. You know, so it's like yeah. worth the try. For me, maybe it's not 100% proven, but yeah. it's an approach that's not going to hurt you. Yeah. You know. I think that's great. Okay, so you said, okay, so for food, 
fruits, vegetables, lean protein, eating in moderation, yes. eating healthy 90% of the time. Yes, that's the key. Going crazy on the weekend like I do. No, one just meal. Kidding. One meal. Done. Definitely not one. <laughs> um, and then, so talk about being active. Like what amount of activity? <gasps> they say 30 minutes, five days a week. Okay. But I always... And, and it sounds kind of low. That's but that's what they say if you read all the medical journals. But what I would say is whatever you can do. Yeah. Because I hate when people get discouraged and they're yeah. like, I can't go yeah. for 30 minutes, so I'm just not gonna go. It's a lot. It's to not juggle. worth it. So it's like if you can only do 10, just do the 10 minutes. Yeah. It's better than nothing. So I don't like to put a lot of pressure. If you manage your food, that's gonna be most of your help and yeah. you know, so the exercise can come in time and you just gotta do whatever you can. Yeah. If you put too much pressure, it's like January at the gym. There's so many people there. I'm going to lose 100 pounds this yeah. year. By February, nobody's there because you put too much pressure on yourself. Yeah. You just got to let it come naturally so that you don't feel like if you don't have 30 minutes that you can't go. I tried doing do like 10,000 steps a day. So I lived in San Diego for four years. And okay. That was like my average was like eight, nine, ten. I move here, cut in half. <laughs> yeah. Four to five. Different lifestyle. And I'm like, darn. Um, so that's like, it's like juggling so much, like getting 80 ounces of water, 10,000 steps a day. Yes. Three workouts a week. Right. Eating healthy. It's it's a whole like job. Right. To be healthy. <laughs> it really is. But that's why I always say it. you can't be too, like with the exercise, it's better for you to put the energy into meal prepping okay. than it is for you to say, I need 30 minutes, five days. Yeah. Like you need to just do it when you can. And yeah. most doctors be like, no, 30 minutes, five days. That's what the studies show. Yes, but 10 is better than nothing. Yes. So do what you can. What would you say? I know this is like very specific. What would you say is like average calories for women or men? I know it depends on height and things. But. It does. And it also depends on your basal metabolic rate. Yeah. And so like when I checked, for example, I'm going to use myself because I don't want to yeah. give away any patient stuff. But I checked my basal metabolic rate, which tells me how many calories I burn pretty much at rest if I did nothing. Yeah. And mine uh, was 1,500. Same. Okay. So... The whole American diet is based on a 2,000 calorie diet. But if I'm eating 2,000 calories, I'm eating five, like I'm eating mm -hmm. extra calories every single day. Yeah. So everybody's different. There's some people whose metabolisms or their basal metabolic rate is higher than mine. Yeah. We can improve that in time with certain things, and I've improved mine. Um, but I can't, it's not the same for everybody. Yeah. It's so Everyone's going to be a little different because you're the same as me, but I've had patients yeah. who literally theirs is like 2,100. That's amazing. Or like 1,800, you know? It's like 1,450. So I actually have this scale. It's called the Fit Scale. Um, it scans your body every, it's only $100 on yeah. Amazon and it tells you like your body fat percentage, your yes. BMR, BMI. Like, yes. I know it's not 100%. That's accurate, okay. But it's a good... I don't Start. think that you have to have the best or highest machine in the world. Yeah. It's just good to compare. It is. Because even if it's not 100% accurate, you know, oh, a week ago I was here and it's the same yeah. machine. So you can see your progress based on your baseline on that machine. Yeah. So it's fine because you know your progress. Yeah. I think it's important. I know it's controversial, but I do think it's important to weigh yourself because if you don't, you'll randomly start... No, it general, holds you accountable. That's when, like, if I don't weigh myself for a month, that's when I gain, like, five, seven, and I'm like, oh, shit. You know? Yeah. Sorry. Everybody's different. How's that, how could it be controversial to so, weigh yourself? It's your own personal But, like, some space. people say it's not good for your mental health, like, for that's women. because they're crazy. They're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's different. There's a, if somebody really suffers, let's say, from anorexia yeah. or bulimia, I'm, not, I'm never weighing them when they come yeah. to my office. Yeah. But if it's somebody who's seeing me for weight loss, we are going to weigh them because that is the only standard I have to make sure that they're on track and that they have from their last visit with me. Like, right. some girls weigh you themselves know. twice a day, morning and night. It's a that's, little... That's excessive. That's, excessive. that's yeah. when it can get a little, like, mind... You know, right. Stuff. But and if you don't, that I, the times I've gained weight in my life are when I'm like, oh, whatever. Right. Yeah. No, but I weigh I weigh myself every morning. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's just good to know where you stand, and yeah, yeah. you got to gauge your patient and know 
Same with like blood pressure readings. Some patients like check twice a day, we'll make sure it's good. And then they're like, every time I check, I have a panic attack and it's yeah. super, I'm like, okay, never mind. Yeah. It Just was, come here yeah. in a week. Like, don't do that. It doesn't work. It's like the oxygen test during COVID, like the. Yes. You are so paranoid. like, that was like, Thank you're God gonna kill yourself from the anxiety. Yes. So I'm like, don't check yeah. anymore, just come yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. So everyone's different. If you wanna yeah. weigh yourself, you can. So you mentioned that mental health was your third category. Yeah, that's what, a big thing. What activities can people do to? To improve their mental health? Yeah. Just walking, just okay. walking. So like walking. my husband, he's half Chaldean yeah. and he's half German, but he was born in Germany and raised there because his mom sure. left Iraq and her and her sisters all ended up in Germany. So, so cool. his dad is German. In Germany and in Europe, the first thing they do to treat depression and anxiety is prescribe exercise. Wow. Before they do any medication, That's before amazing. they do anything, it's therapy, it's exercise, it's taking cooking classes or whatever your pleasure is. So I think that's a big deal to that's kind of awesome. occupy your mind. You don't have to do anything strenuous, but taking a walk wow. just around your house to the mailbox back a few times a day. Yeah. Even if it's just that to keep your mental health in check, yeah. like you need to take care of that. That's amazing. It's all connected. I shared with um tasia before that i've done two yoga certifications yes. that were three months each and i totally agree like the mornings that i work out my brain is like feels so much healthier throughout yeah. the whole day and you eat better mm -hmm. you don't want to waste your workout you're like i ate good i'm good i'm gonna drink water like you feel yeah. motivated i love right that. like yeah. you yeah. do i've been in a huge uh rut for the past four to six months yeah. i had an issue with my eye oh yeah oh, okay so i couldn't do any activities at all, really. It was, uh, I had surgery and it was a bend. I'm coming out of it now. Like I can see a little bit now out of this oh one. Oh my goodness, yeah. really that yeah. severe. Yeah. Uh, but so exercise is so important. And like, I know that for a fact now yes. that, yeah. that it, it changes a lot. Right. When you're not exercising, moving, yes. getting the blood flowing. Right. So yeah. Right. Exercise for weight loss, I always say, it's all about the food, really. Exercise yes. is a supplement, but mm -hmm. weight loss is about food. Mental health, that's why you exercise. Oh, you amazing. exercise for your mental health to make sure that you are channeling your stress yeah. because we live in a very stressful world in a positive manner. And you just need to make time for that because if you don't, look how much like, mental illness is prevailing right now in it's our so world. It's so sad. It's yeah. terrible, it's yeah. sad. And there's not enough psychiatrists, which is why I'm so experienced in primary care now with mental health, wow. but it's like, we need to just do something to change the way the world is going sure. in that regard. I agree with the exercise. I'm a yeah. huge fan of therapy. Yeah. I think therapy is a luxury. Mm -hmm. I would love for our community to, if they feel against therapy, like actually consider, you know, looking in more into it. Yes. I think it's so beneficial. Right. And I'm right. glad it's becoming more, you know, acceptable in our community. Mm -hmm. But it's really sad when I have, you know, patients in our community who come to see me who are clearly very depressed suffering from of something yeah and they're like but i don't want to do anything because if my parents find out or if my friends find <laughs> out and they're so That's serious so, like so we all silly. giggle but they are so serious yeah. and it breaks my heart That's like sad. and it happens more than you guys know they don't mm -hmm. want to go to therapy. Sure. they don't want to go to therapy they yeah. don't want me to document anything in their chart they're yeah. like we came to you because we heard that you won't tell anybody of course i'm not going to tell no. anybody but you know <laughs> like it's really sad. That is. It's very sad. So we need to make that. What would you say to those patients? Or what would you say uh, for people who feel that way? The same way that diabetes is a disease and cancer is a disease. Yeah. So is depression. So is anxiety. Like 
there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it's for you to live a, a better, happier life. Not for anybody else. Like for yourself. The best investment in yourself. Yes. Take care sure. of your mental health. You have to love yourself and be happy before you can be a good, you know, person in the community and love other people. Like so that. remind you know. uh remind everybody where they could find you again and how they get a hold of you and so we like i said we're located in novi um our phone number yeah, is sure. 248-719-7271 i do have a partner we're both the same <laughs> like Aww. i said so we're both the same you can see either one of us we practice very similarly we're you know we do all the same stuff so you can see any one of us and like i said insurance no insurance um mental health what whatever it is we are always there and we will guide you and send you where you need to go. Like that really is our philosophy. So don't feel shy. Like we will help you. Even if we can't, we will, we will find someone for you. So we thank you for joining us and sharing all that information. And hopefully the audience takes advantage of, of uh, what you have to offer. Uh, we close out every show by asking, what does it mean to you to be Chaldean? So much. I yeah. love our community so much. So I love the family support. I love our cultural traditions. I love our food, yes. so I love everything. And <laughs> even when my husband and I got married, his dad is still in Germany and that family's there. His mom, even though she's Chaldean, she lives in Boston. Okay. And I was like, can we please live like in Michigan by all the Chaldeans? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I didn't want to leave. I did my residency here and I opened my practice here. I love it. Yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, my kids go to Our Lady of Refuge. Mm -hmm. People are like, don't you want diversity? I'm like, yeah, I do. But yeah. like, I also love my people. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that. I just, I love it. I love everything about it. So thank you guys so much for, for having sure, me. For sure. Appreciate it so much. Thank you. We learned a lot. You. We learned a lot. I'm so glad. And yeah. if you ever want me to come back, we can do this again. And awesome. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Thank, you. Thank, thank you. you. thank you. Thank you so much. Yay. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>